Hello everyone, good Wednesday morning. I thought this would be a great time to send out another podcast. I'm calling it a midweek mayday. <laughs> so first of all, I wanna ask you if you've listened to the other podcast, have you been doing your homework? Have you been looking for those trigger words, those, those emotions, those senses that aren't lining up with the heart of God? When you're feeling that, when you're sensing it, uh, those things like um, confusion and anger and grief and anxiety, those things that don't line up with the character of God. Are you starting to renew your mind? Are you starting to take those thoughts captive and recognize that you are headed down the wrong avenue, that you need to renew your mind and get your mind aligned, aligned with the hope of God, aligned with the truth of his word? I hope you tuned in. If not, it's not too late. It's there. You can definitely tune into the last podcast. So for midweek mayday, (laughs) I feel like I need to address a foreboding spirit. Okay, so this podcast, it's titled Hope Is Here. So one of the ways that we stay hopeful is again, we recognize those things that destroy our hope, that cause us to be hopeless and discouraged. And one of those things is what is called a foreboding spirit. Okay, so for those of you that don't know what that is, it's when you have this constant uh, fearful apprehension. Um, I believe that's what dictionary.com defines it as. Um, It's a feeling that something bad will happen. Are you one of those people? (laughs) I can say that I've been one of those people. I've had those situations where, oh no, what's next? What's around the corner now? Or especially for some weird reason, it's always when I'm joyful. Like when I'm super happy, peaceful, and joyful, it's like I almost feel guilty staying there because I feel like I have to start guarding and preparing myself for the next bad thing that's coming. Oh my gosh, beloved, this is not the way we're supposed to be thinking and living. You know, I just feel like if if God was sitting there, if Jesus was right in front of us, he would say, oh dear one, do not be focusing on that. Yes, have wisdom. Yes, know the truth. Yes, know that I have an outcome and a solution, but beloved, don't stay there living in a life of of fear because this foreboding spirit, this is closely attached to the spirit of fear. So in 2 Timothy 1.7, God clearly says to us that he did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, that's God's power, and a sound mind. That means peace. That means safe thinking. So God is making it super, super clear to us that when we feel that foreboding spirit, that fearful spirit, that is not from him. And he is very gently putting his hands on our face and and, and, and gazing and positioning our face up to him again. Keep your eyes on me. I feel like he's saying, keep your eyes on me. Don't bow to that foreboding spirit. That's not the place that I want you to stay in. So even people in the Old Testament, up until up until the time that Jesus was actually born, they looked for that hope. Even though they didn't see that hope, they weren't alive when Jesus uh, was alive. They, they always spoke of that hope coming, and that's what they grounded themselves in. Um, when we look at the book of Luke, chapter 1, uh, verse 79, you know, we, we see Luke um, kind of telling us the story of of the beginning of the coming of Jesus, right? So he tells us how John the Baptist uh, was was the forerunner 
uh, of Christ. Now he wasn't, he wasn't Christ himself. He wasn't Jesus. He was a forerunner, which means he was going to be the one declaring the way, like uh, preparing the way. He was the one that was going to be the big announcer, right? The one that says, here he comes. And this is, this is what we've been waiting for. And the time is now and it's here. Well, Zechariah was John the Baptist's dad. Okay. And, and when John the Baptist was finally born and and everyone knew that now he was the one, he was the one that was going to be this forerunner. In, in Luke chapter one, verse 79, Zechariah says this to everyone that's around, that's, uh, that's celebrating and rejoicing with the birth of John the Baptist. Zechariah says, the word from heaven will come to us. He's reassuring everybody that, that his son is this forerunner for the one who they, they believed and hoped would come. So he says, the word from heaven will come to us with dazzling light to shine upon those who live in darkness near death's near dark, near death's dark shadow. And he will illuminate the path that leads to the way of peace. And I love this about Zechariah. He's not only encouraging the people around him, he's encouraging himself. He is remembering the hope and the promise of not having to live in that deep darkness, that shadow of death. You know, even Psalm uh, 23 talks about how even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, look, it's just a shadow, but it is somehow a foreboding shadow. It is something that wants to, it's this fear that wants to keep us um, being lurking and, and walking, you know, in this, in the shadow of death. And Zechariah says, guess what? We've got great news because the one who has promised the, the one who has dazzling light to shine upon those of us who have been living in darkness, he is coming and he will illuminate that path that leads to the way of peace. In other words, Jesus is the way out. He is the way through and the way out. And I love that. So that's that's just one of the scriptures that I love to just gaze at and think, oh my gosh, if they could see it, if they could see it before Jesus was even born, why, you know, and, and now we live in the days past that where we have that hope living in us. And so um, when when Jesus came, you know, he he had that those like three plus years of ministry. And then when he was going to the cross to be crucified and settle the debt once and for all for our sins to complete and fulfill what he came to do before he went there. He was telling us in John 14, verse 27, he says this, I leave the gift of peace with you. My peace, remember Zechariah was saying, he's going to lead to the way of peace. Now Jesus says, I am that. He says in verse 27 of chapter 14, I leave the, the gift of peace with you, my peace, not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but my perfect peace. Don't yield to the fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous. These verses that I'm reading to you, again, are out of the Passion Translation. This is the one I is, is usually my go-to translation. It reveals the passion of Jesus, the passion of our Father. And I love how even at the end of John 14, 27, Jesus says, don't be troubled in your hearts. Instead, 
Be courageous. Why do you think Jesus said that? Because he knew that in this world we were going to be fearful. He knew that that foreboding spirit, that fearful spirit was going to come and try to influence us. And he's telling us, don't be influenced by that. Don't be troubled. Remember that promise of peace that was coming to you? I am that promise. I am the promise of peace. And this peace that the world tries to to give you, you know, now let's just let's just look at that for a second. You know, how many times are we turning on the TV again to try to get a glimpse of hope, a glimpse of peace? We're searching everywhere for it. I said this before in the other podcast. We are not by nature looking for strife and division and, and fear. We don't want that. Inherently, we don't want that. We're looking for peace. And so when we find just a little glimpse, let's just talk about the numbers of the pandemic. The numbers are down. Here's my peace. Here's my hope. And you know, even though that's great, Jesus has said, that's not everlasting for you. That's not eternal. You need to look for your eternal peace and your eternal hope in me, Jesus is saying. That's where you'll find it. And so your question might be, well, well, I need more than that. Okay, you tell me he's he's the Prince of Peace, right? He's he's our hope and our joy. But where? How? What does that look like? Okay, this is where I always say, you know, when we're not given the how and the when, we're told just to know the who. The who is Jesus. He is the one who reserves the right to give us the when and the how. We're just called to trust him in that. Now, there are so many scriptures in the word of God that point us to hope, that point us to um, the promises of God. And even though they're not detailed out, right? They're not detailed out word for word on the timeline, how it's gonna come to pass. We are directed to a timeline of hope, of solution, of strategy of encouragement. And I am going to walk you through this. Um, This is why I need you to stay tuned. I want you to look forward to future podcasts. I want you to look forward to those, those, um, those, those conversations that we're going to have about what Jesus says about not just life in general, but about the specific season that we are in. And so you can stay hopeful because hope is here. Hope is not coming. Hope is here. And we are being blindsided. So um, the, my my part to play is just to be the vessel that opens um, your eyes to, to point you to the direction of what Jesus is saying, what he paid for, what our Heavenly Father um, wants to say to us. He wants us to have his view. All right, so I'm going to close this podcast with John 16, 33. Again, out of the uh, Passion Translation, this is what Jesus is saying. He says, and everything I've taught you is so that the peace which is in me will be in you and will give you great confidence as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world, you will experience trouble and sorrows, but you must be courageous for I have conquered the world. Beloved, he has already conquered the world. There is so much to reveal about the hope that we have right now. There's so much in God's word to reveal to us 
that's that's full of peace, that's full of solutions, that's full of breakthroughs. We just have to learn how to see it from heaven's point of view and not the world's point of view. So this is the purpose of the podcast, to get our eyes turned, fixed, and gazed on heaven's point of view, not the world's point of view. So keep looking for those future podcasts and remember the journey is to get us to a place where we are set free from fear, from set free from a foreboding spirit. Because in John 8:32, in John 8:32 the word says that if we know the truth, the truth will set us free. So it's not just having a Bible on your nightstand or on your end table or on a bookshelf that's going to set you free. It's not just having it that's going to set you free. It's knowing it. The scripture says if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. So we're going to walk through this journey together. We're going to know more and more about what the word of God says. So it will set us free. So stay with me. Stay tuned. Hope is here.